0: What's up, Geekscapers? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape, your first Geekscape in over a month. A first time that I've taken a break that long in the since, I guess, the inception of Geekscape. This is Jonathan London. If this is your first Geekscape, it's a special one because it's the post-San Diego Comic-Con Geekscape Spectacular, and I'm joined by uh, quite a few, ex- I guess I'd call you San Diego Comic-Con experts at this point. We've got Derek Kernevelt who runs the Geekscape website. He's over here. Hey, guys. In from Wayne MO. Wainamo, Nanaimo. Nanaimo, Nanaimo, Canada, Nanaimo. that's where he runs the Geekscape site, from the Nanaimo, Canada, <laughs> middle, of middle of fucking nowhere, we've got, uh, also from the northwest, we've got Shane O'Hare from Alaska, Hola. and uh, you're a longtime Geekscape. Geekscapist, we haven't been able to shake you, <laughs> uh, see here's the difference between the two of you guys, Derek and Shane have been listening to Geekscape since Geekdrome, uh, but Derek's been quiet and kind of tactful, and Shane has been loud and obnoxious, which I love. I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have it any other way either. Um, and of course, um, we've got a new friend as we make here on uh, every. It seems like every Comic Con we make a new friend. Uh, this is Stanley Wong over here on my left.
1: Hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so Stanley, uh, Stanley's somebody that, that Shane met at like a uh, press junket at Comic Con. And if you, this is your first Geekscape also, you know, we host all these at geekscape.net along with our stories. And we just hit San Diego Comic Con hard. Uh, you know, we we're covering events. All those are all going to become articles on the site. We shot a couple of videos. We were in the Geekscape booth. I got to tell you, we sold more shirts this year than ever, and it seemed like the brand was super popular. So I'm excited about that. Uh, and we made new friends, like
1: Stanley here, who uh, you know, h- how did you guys meet?
2: Um, I he's a friend of a mutual friend. Yeah, apparently
1: mine. none of y'all like her, or something. Isn't that what else? I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just what I learned over the day. But yeah, I, I have. I knew this girl in high school, and I, I really just came out of here from San Diego. Or, no, I came down to San Diego Comic-Con, like, by myself, and I kind of, like, just contacted any loose, like, contacts who are also out here. So, this is a it's a girl that was a grade above me in high school that I actually haven't spoken to since high school. More details, please, in case you listen to the show. She'll know Make exactly who she is. as specific as possible. Whoa, <laughs> like, like, are there any it. names that we can actually name? Uh, we don't
0: – we like her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we she, like her. Yeah, I, I
2: like her, you know uh, – you know,
0: she everyone has their. Everyone plays their own role.
2: She kept up with my drinking, which was <clears throat> severely impressive. Very
0: impressive. Uh, Very and w- impressive. In, in your exploits, your Comic Con drinking exploits are well documented on this podcast and on the site. Um, so Stanley may not be a stranger to you either, because uh, I wouldn't. You know, he was an actor in the last two uh, Jump Street movies. You were in Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. You were uh, Channing Tatum's homie yeah.
1: in the first one, and then you got recruited in Ice Cube's special ops unit for the second one. Yeah. I also have a, like a one-line role, and now you see me. I take Morgan Freeman's camera. That's kind of cool, too. I don't know if I <laughs> – that's, Yeah? That's Is that cool? I don't know. You may be the f- most
0: famous person who has been on this podcast. Well, there you go. Yeah, take that, Simon Pegg. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> um, but we love making new friends. Uh, Stanley's hung with us for like the last two days. And he helped us break down the booth in San Diego last night, and then Derek and I drove back. Shane and Stanley drove back in a separate car, and it was like it was like cannonball run, man. It was a bit this is how tired I got on the drive back from San Diego, and this San Diego more than any other was more exhausting than any I remember. Was that um, we were like six exits from my actual exit here in LA, and I still pulled over to a convenience store to get an energy drink, like. I, I did not trust myself to make it just six more exits on the five.
3: And that was Well, that was like an hour after stopping beforehand to grab coffee because you were so tired.
0: Like This one really, this, this San Diego Comic-Con more than any, really wiped me out. And there were a lot of factors that went into it. Did I have a hell of a great time? Yes. Uh, if you had asked me Thursday night if I was excited about being at Comic-Con, I would have said, where are my keys? I want to drive back to Los Angeles. I was both physically, mentally, and emotionally destroyed Thursday night. Uh, after a day in which we sold five shirts, and I, my body was broken, and I didn't think anything was ever going to come of this, and I was like, "What is the point of this? Why am I not home just making money and writing?" And then Friday and Saturday and Sunday, like the sun came out, like we we had easily our best Comic Con, and it was those three days where people were buying shirts, they were wearing shirts, they were asking about the brand, we were making contacts, you guys were having fun, uh, I could stay awake past eleven o'clock at night, and the typical Comic Con stories, which we remember for years to come, started to occur, and we will get to them. But I would actually talk to Derek. I would actually say that Derek and I, and we will. This is for you guys uh, who asked me to review more things. I would say that our Comic Con actually started not Tuesday when we set up the booth in San Diego. I would say that our Comic Con started a day earlier. Why? What happened? I don't even when Derek and I attended the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere oh, and got to see. The Guardians of the Galaxy, the brand new Marvel movie, which uh, Derek and I were on the red carpet. Our friends at Skype asked me to uh, be on the red carpet with them covering, with you know for Geekscape and for Skype, the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere. We have a video coming up on the Geekscape TV YouTube channel about from the red carpet that Derek and I shot. Um, and we didn't think that we'd get Derek to get in.
3: I was just, uh, we were at the Roosevelt beforehand. Um, Meeting the Skype people, the yeah. Skype people and they are... David, what was it? Yeah, it, David, it was um, Tom. Tom, Tom, sorry. Right. You know, he, we had been emailing back and forth, and he didn't know if he was going to be able to get a ticket for me or not. And so we were just kind of hanging out, and then... Which uh, is tough, because
0: I'm hosting you, and I was like, yeah, listen, yeah. Tom, I, and, I do want to go to the premiere. okay, I had other stuff yeah.
3: that I would have been able to do, but, you know, five minutes before it's time to leave, he, like, walks over, and he's like, hey, how big's your wrist? And I, I'm like, I, I, I don't know why, and he's like... <laughs> yeah, sound like he wanted to give you a handsy. <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah, and, uh,
0: and he has a British accent, so I'm like, this British guy comes over and goes, "How big's your wrist?" And I'm like, "Oh man, he he was the full service." And <laughs> well,
3: see, so he's like, "See if you can slip this on," and it was a fucking tiny wristband. Yeah, tiny somebody supposedly
0: who was part of the group had wanted to bow out, and what what? So our, our friends at um at Two Broke Geeks, which is a Geek and Sundry podcast, uh, were there, and it was Geekscape and Two Broke Geeks, and these were the two outlets that were covering with Skype. And the other people who were coming with us who were getting to see the, the screening were like Skype com- like won contest like winners. Contest. And so these kids were coming up to us and being like, hey, what was your cosplay? And we were like, what? what like, what did you dress as? And then we realized that all these kids were there. They were our age, but they were all there because they'd won a cosplay contest sponsored by Skype and Marvel to attend the premiere. And that we were the only ones that had been there just to cover the red carpet and talk about our outlets and stuff like that. So um, one of those people, I guess, bowed out after putting the wristband on, had moved it off the wrist, and then we, we strangulated your wrist putting it on you. It but took a long time. you know what? We were on the red carpet. We saw a lot of cool celebrities. We saw people from Agents of Shield. We saw people from Guardians of the Galaxy. That video is going to be up on Geekscape TV in the next day or two, so you should subscribe. And let's just talk about the movie because the event was fun. It the was great.
3: Was very fun, well, especially being from a small town in middle of nowhere right I've never done anything in my entire you're life you're basically so.
0: from that island that arrow got stranded on uh, i like in the uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like uh, an uh, arrow when he gets fucking stranded on the area, island and has to fight Vancouver, death stroke. yeah <laughs> you, you're <laughs> basically from that island
3: um yeah so just being at an event like that being from where i'm from was like
0: and everybody was there like all the fucking guardians oh, of Galaxy actors everybody cool. was there it was a lot of fun um this is what happens when we're in the in the nokia theater where they have the oscars and we like walked the red carpet. Remember, we followed, yeah. we were there till the end, and Vin Diesel was the last celebrity in. And we look up the red carpet and we have a ticket. And I'm like, am I supposed to follow Vin Diesel up the red carpet? Yeah. Cause there are fans on either side, like cheering. They're like looking at us, like, who are these guys? I mean, keep it, keep in mind, Stanley, I did not go to the 21 and 22 Dump Street premiere like you. And so, th- like, this is new to me. I know, like, i got a pimp on my couch with me. And so uh, I look up. And there are nothing but fans on either side, and Vin Diesel's in front of me. And I'm like, well, I guess i got to follow him in if I'm going to see the movie. (laughs) And uh, I yanked my phone out and did a a video selfie that you guys will get to see, or a first-person perspective of me following Vin Diesel up into the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere. And we get in the seats. We get our free drinks, free popcorn. We get in the seats. They say, okay, turn off your cell phones. they turn off the, all the lights in the theater, and there's one bright light next to me. Like somebody has a cell phone on. Derek was wearing a Spider-Man shirt, and he didn't even know it was glowing in the dark until they turned those lights off. <laughs> so it was so bright. Like, could you imagine? Than any cell phone. Oh, yeah. James Gunn, before premiering the movie, could have looked out into the audience and realized there was a Spider-Man symbol out there. <laughs> it would have thought like, there was Spider-Man out in the crowd.
3: I'm like trying to like, bunch up to like, not show Like it
0: cover is. it. Like, where's my sweater? Um, but let's talk about the movie. Yeah. and we'll talk about it briefly, but um, yeah, guys, so good. This is the best movie that Marvel's made.
3: made, uh, bar none. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna confidently say that this is the best movie Marvel's and I, made. And
3: I like, you know, even the stuff that well, it seems like everyone's always just so amazed with everything they do, and and you know, I love I love the Winter Soldier, even though yeah. it had its problems and sure, it was so long and everything like that, but.
0: It's got a cool Arnim Zola scene. It's oh, the yeah, action's yeah. awesome. I think Winter Soldier is definitely one of the better they Marvel just, they've movies. They've been playing it so safe right over the last few years. Because, yeah, you know,
3: for whatever reason, and this was totally. I didn't know what to expect from this, and it was totally not safe. Like, totally not safe. Not it was safe the at all. Safe movie that they could have made. Because
0: even with the Avengers, it's like, oh, I'm gonna put together an Avengers initiative, but it's still a bunch of Boy Scouts. Like even Tony, who's a bit self centered, is still the guy who's like, we got to do the right thing. You know, I'm not going to sell weapons to terrorists. You know, the Guardians from the get-go are criminals, they're losers, and they hate each other. And, And it's not like, oh, we have to save New York. It's not like, oh, we have to save the planet. It is, we have to save this entire part of the galaxy, and we are the least qualified, worst team to possibly do it. The stakes could not be higher in this movie. Than any it's easily higher than any other, other Marvel movies because the entire uh, you know balance of the cosmos is at stake. And the people who are in charge of protecting us from it are easily the worst equipped. So the drama is immediately high, but I gotta say James Gunn the script is fantastic. There's not a dead beat in this movie. No, not for a second. There's no part where like you're like, okay, this is getting a little slow. There's no part where you're thinking about the characters saying, Oh wait, they wouldn't do that. It's not consistent with what was established in Avengers or their earlier movies. These characters are really good and besides besides just being funny as you would expect from the trailers uh there's a lot of heart in this movie because they're all damaged
3: I, I almost started crying a couple times actually
0: like i mean i don't well, want to spoil generally. too much about it but for me groot was the greatest character oh, I agree, totally. followed closely by rocket yeah, but yeah. none of the characters didn't shine nope. you know what i mean like gamora had some great stuff uh every i mean um, even even if you look at it And say Oh How was the wrestler Turned actor You know uh, In in Batista Doing uh, Drax the Destroyer He was great Oh totally He, he had, was fantastic He
3: had some amazing moments That were like uh, just, just like every other character If you like Heart wrenching like.
0: Chris Pratt's immediately A star after this movie Oh totally I uh, couldn't believe He moved
3: from Parks and Rec To something
0: like we that turned, We learned At San Diego Comic Con That they have a sequel Planned for 2017 before this movie has even made the buckets load of cash that it's about to make. Um, A lot of the reasons that I think it's the best Marvel movie beyond just the script being the tightest, uh, the cast being great and the story being phenomenal. um, The performances are great. The directing is really colorful, really solid. Um... It's shorter than the Winter Soldier, but it seems like a lot more has happened than in the Winter Soldier. It doesn't have a scene where you're like, "Wait a minute!" And the Avengers are kind of just talking a lot on the Helicarrier, and where are the where was the Helicarrier even going when they pulled it out of the water? That doesn't make sense. Did they just pull it out to impress some dude who'd been frozen for fifty years? Like, like there's questions like that when you think about the Avengers, where you're like, "Well, things are getting a little shaky here." This didn't have any of that. No, none of
3: that popped up definitely.
0: And it had those villains. Oh, yeah. the Ronan the Accuser is the strongest villain that we've had yet. He is more interesting than Loki, who I think. It was very interesting, but then may have gotten diluted by overuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malekith in Thor 2 is super powerful, but misused. Uh, Ronin is great. He's got justifications. He has uh, a, a complete um, uh, w- agenda. And his agenda doesn't just not jive with those trying to save the universe. It doesn't jive with fellow villains. It doesn't necessarily jive with... Uh, with um, Who does Karen Gillan play? She plays um, Nebula. Nebula. She's a fantastic she character. Awesome. It doesn't jive with necessarily with her. But then what I learned was supposed to be the post-credit scene is actually put into the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a scene, a very quick scene, but it's between Ronan and, and Thanos. And I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's that scene in the middle of the movie that sets up all of their um agendas and it sets up their motivations um and it gives context to all of the marvel cinematic movies like our cinematic universe it lays out all of the i mean it lays out the the tapestry so i'm not gonna i'm gonna argue that not only is guardians of the galaxy the best movie marvel's made it's the most important movie that marvel's made it's interesting it's unique and uh, and it gives context to everything that's come before and will ultimately come later. So uh, for those of you guys who are on the fence saying, wow, this movie just looks weird, I don't know any of the characters.
3: It's fucking weird, and it's better for
0: it. It's way it's better awful. for it. It's it doesn't awful. rest on the fact that you know Captain America. It doesn't rest on the fact that you know Iron Man. It doesn't rest on the fact that you're familiar with them. and you may just get excited and like the movie based on that. Uh, keep in mind, I've done this review while my dog is threatening to drool all over Stanley, like two feet away. <laughs>
2: Um, you say you you say that uh, you don't need to know the characters. You don't need um, to know the characters. Uh, there's no book that has that shares a storyline.
0: Uh, if you do want to read, like up on Guardians of the Galaxy, you you want to read like the Thanos books. Um, a few years ago, um, they did a what was it called? Um, uh, the Annihilation. Like you can get those in trade paperbacks, but uh, there was an entire Annihilation crossover that had to deal with like the cinematic. Uh, or the, cos- the, cosmos part, the Cosmos part of the Marvel Universe. And it dealt with like the Guardians, but it also dealt with like uh, Thanos and um, Galactus and the Kree and the Skrulls and basically all the cosmic alien races that are in the, the um, Marvel Universe. So I would look for those books. Do you need them? None at all. You don't even have to have seen another Marvel movie. But know that if this is your first Marvel movie, the other ones are gonna shine in comparison once you see them.
3: Yeah, I wasn't I, overly familiar it, with any of the characters and you, I don't, didn't feel like you and it. It, it
0: has not felt this fresh since Iron Man 1. Totally. This clever fle- fresh since Iron Man 1. Did it make me sad that another fresh, like unique director like Edgar Wright is no longer on Ant-Man? Sure but I'm still a gr- big proponent on Peyton Reed, and I'm very excited for Iron- uh, for Ant-Man. I think it's cool. I think it's awesome they're making this movie, and I'm going to give it a chance, because I gave Guardians of the Galaxy a chance, and I was super rewarded for it. I can't wait to see this movie again.
3: Uh, I'll be going as soon as it hits Canada.
0: <laughs> so next year when it hits Canada, uh, Derek is totally going to see this movie again. Uh, so that's that's kind of our review on Guardians of the Galaxy. Very minor spoilers. But um, let's, let's move on to Comic-Con. So we went to the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere we uh, had a great night we woke up in the morning i took you to boxing class
3: you almost killed me at boxing <laughs> class. Oh, wow. i was like hey i couldn't lift my arm for like a kamikaze
0: days, I, so a kamikaze i made you run a 5k before the saturday day of kamikaze which is awesome. a lot of fun yeah, you got a totally. medal and then i was like hey you want to try boxing with me and you're like sure we went to boxing with gilmore and matt robb and some of the guys from smosh and then we packed the car and got in the car and went down to san diego and met shane and zachadad and threw up the booth if you guys haven't seen it there's a time lapse video that we did of us throwing up the booth on geekscape tv um that's always cool to to, cool to do
2: i was about a six pack deep in that video
0: yeah what's pretty funny is we're we're pulling out of my house at almost 11 o'clock and keep in mind we're on our timetable to get down there set up have lunch and i'm seeing these facebook messages or facebook posts from shane where that he's landed and then that he's drinking and then he's drinking some more. And then he calls Derek and he goes, where are you guys? And we're like pulling out of my driveway. He's like, oh, I think you guys are going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not his timetable. And he's like, you guys are going to be really late. Keep in mind, it's good. we're, we're going to be late. there at 2 o'clock. As I had anticipated. As I had, on Tuesday. Comic-Con doesn't start until 6 o'clock on Wednesday. And you were like, uh... Okay, back to the bottle And I was like, fuck man, this guy You're my favorite functional alcoholic, Shane It's
2: great (laughs) It's my my favorite pastime
0: Yeah, well, uh, you need more pastimes (laughs) A, not to say that it wouldn't continue to be your favorite But um, I think just a a healthy, uh, you know, mix of pastimes would always, you know, be good. No, I do have
2: a healthy mix of pastimes. Mixed drinks.
0: So,
2: um, so, I mean, I got to give a shout-out to Zach uh, and the Mission Brewery because they dealt with me just emptying their keg of alcoholic root beer. (laughs) That was really good.
0: You know what? And he held it well. Like, you you did help build the booth. As you see in the video, Zach, if anybody. (laughs) Probably, you know, Zach, so we took the video. And it's the time lapse of us setting up the booth. We put it on YouTube and then Reddited it. In the Reddit comments, Zach's wearing the black shirt and he's off to the side. The Reddit, the Reddit comments were, "Man, that guy in the black does a lot of quote unquote supervising because he's just standing there." <laughs> Derek didn't. You don't see him in the video helping because his job was stand by the tripod and make sure it doesn't get hit because there's all these. uh There were all these, you know. Uh, transport vehicles running around the comic-con floor the comic-con floor even though it hasn't started yet on setup day on tuesday and wednesday during the morning it's a pretty busy place there's like forklifts and cranes and stuff zooming around trying to set up all the huge displays and like some of the bigger sort of displays are right next to our booth like legendary yeah. konami yeah they feel our like they're in our booth it. i mean i don't know what to do but it, it was definitely a point of discussion this year that we have to find out a way for people not to walk out, walk by our booth, just staring at all the big shit that's around us. Because I saw the back of a lot of people's heads, they were staring at like legendary trailers or looking at Konami videos. And we had like, uh, like Weta had like a smog, like a smog, like a, like a fucking dragon's head on the top of their booth. And you guys told me that it was, its eyes would like open and stuff. Yeah. That's insane. We need to do that. And what I was thinking is we do Super Action Man, <laughs> and he's just a super action man that's standing over our booth and, like, fires his gun off. Real bullets. Let's
2: get what on it.
0: We should get him on it. Make some calls right now. All right. We should get it. At Stan Winston Designs. Um, so, guys, uh, Comic-Con. I did not see much beyond the booth. Uh, yesterday, Sunday, I got to run around, and, like, I, I met Xander Cannon, who's, like, a cartoonist or a comic book creator that I've been loved since high school, and I befriended him and gave him a copy of Sam. I also gave a copy of Sam to Rob Liefeld. <laughs> Super Action Man. I gave him a copy of it to Rob Liefeld, which is, like, huge. Because if anybody should sort of... Like, if Sam could be done by any creator, I would want it done by Rob Liefeld. Like, I think that is so appropriate to, like, the over-testosterone-violent uh, tone of that book. Uh, it's just unabashed patriotism and violence. Um, so that was cool. Other than that... Um, the Lion Forge panel Saturday went cool. Everybody thought it was funny, and that was fun. But other than that, I was just at the booth, man. Like, you guys are the ones who experienced Comic-Con. So what were some of the highlights, like, of the floor during the con?
2: I think one of the the funniest one for the three of us was waiting for Derek to do the, um, <clears throat> the Walking Dead experience. Um, oh. Me and Stanley were... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were walking around outside, and uh, we saw a very confused expressive zombie in the back of a Ford pickup oh, truck. Oh, that girl.
1: I mean, I don't know. It seems like we were more confused because, I mean, she was she was pretty attractive. And we she kept giving everyone, like, I think what she thought was, like, scary zombie eyes. But it looked to us more like we were kind of, like, thinking about asking her out or something. <laughs> like, I I, th- I don't know. her. I have, like, a picture of her. And she's literally, like, kind of, like, on all fours and, like, giving me, like, a, I guess what she thinks is a zombie look. But it's really, like, it's Cover pretty, her. yeah, it's a pretty good, like, I gotta, I gotta put that photo up, and you know, just look at it sometimes, like whenever I'm sad. Yeah, For, forward us that photo, we'll put it in the story.
0: <laughs> <coughs> we'll put it in the article on the post of this website of the podcast, so people would
1: have like a video, like a photographic reference. <laughs> um, what else was? There? I mean, just it's it's weird to me that like though, like a lot of the zombie guys were volunteers, and they were like pretty into it. Yeah, uh, there was
2: that one guy that looked like this was his big break and he probably had headshots in his pocket yeah he was that's
1: your thing he's like this guy he's he's got to be like a los angeles actor who's like this is like oh man i gotta <laughs> i'm just hoping there's some kind of hollywood producer and he's just, and he's gonna be convinced he's gonna ask for my headshot and then i'm gonna be make it a bit because he was you know he was he was hamming it up a bit he was really going all out so i mean i commended him but at the same time i was also he kept like i don't know he for some reason kept targeting me a lot and i just have to be like Excuse you, but I'm I'm done with this. You know, you've already done this a couple times. Because <laughs> we were we
2: were in the spectator line, and would right. Come out and try to grab us. Yeah. And uh, oh, so
1: you guys could watch like Derek run. Yeah,
2: yeah
0: we watched him run by, and
2: he. Like that's
1: pretty awesome. It's like a two mile run, and we got to see like like was that the tail end of it? Pretty much right at the, yeah,
3: yeah, it was pretty much directly just right before the you go into the ending room. So like,
1: let's say if it's 2.2 miles total, we saw like the last 0.1 miles, I guess. Like, is that wrong? Like, get like that. It, it was. It was
2: probably a uh, couple hundred feet of the, yeah. Of the <laughs> run. Yeah,
1: and then he asked me to do the photos, and like, I, I took like four photos of him just like kind of doing a light jog.
3: Yeah, i did, just. I didn't know what the spectator area was going to be like. Yeah, well, I didn't even know you guys were there. All of a sudden, someone grabs my arm, and I'm like, a "Fucking zombie got me!" But it was just shame. was just him. You got it was worse.
0: It was way worse. Oh, no. and not, and not completely unzombified. Just a little bit worse. What I like is this dude who is like overselling the zombie thing. If he actually ever is a, if he's a good enough actor to convince somebody he's that good of a zombie, the guy's just gonna brain him you know what I mean like like, like that that'd probably be the best uh, compliment that guy's acting could get is if he convinces somebody he's a zombie so well that the dude just takes a hatchet
1: to his head Mm. or is like oh here's a cricket bat or a rifle to the head then he'll know he's made it yeah and then there was also that one zombie that you felt particularly attracted to I don't know for some reason we were I'd say overall <laughs> Comic-Con, comic, we were always checking out the zombies for some reason. <laughs> I don't know if that's a common thing or not, but. No, there was this one uh, zombie volunteer and she was walking
2: around and she, you know, she was looking a little cute. And I was like, Stanley, I, I don't know. Is this is this girl old enough to be doing this? And he's like, "He's like, I don't know, man. why don't you go ask her out for a drink? And I'm like, I don't. I don't know if she's old enough, you know, I to come mean, out and drink with you us. You never.
1: Oh, well, what's my good quote? I said, "You never. <laughs> you, you you miss all the balls you don't swing at. Yeah. You never. You miss every ball you don't. I was. I don't know what the. What's the actual quote? I think that's a quote. No, uh, it, it's actually
3: a Wayne Gretzky quote. Uh, and it's, you miss hundred percent of the shots that you don't.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, well, that, right. that was my attempt at it. and he, he thought i don't think he was inspired by the quote he just started laughing and like posted it on facebook so it was
2: the funniest fucking thing i heard all weekend.
1: <laughs> I, I i saw the post on facebook
0: and all i could think to myself knowing shane and his history of behavior i was like uh oh something went down And comic-con um is always like a place where like like s- there's always somebody crushing on comic-con and this year it was the girl like the booth next door
2: Oh yeah, the Falling Skies girl.
0: There was a girl at the booth next door who seemed very interested and I could not be more married. You know, <laughs> oh. so so the big joke we started doing on Friday because Friday night we had our concert, we skate sponsored the Comic Con Nerdathon and it was a concert that had MC Frontalot headlining. Uh MC Lars was on it and um our, our good buddy Megaran opened the show. And last year I think our concerts were good. But they were at the same place, and when I showed up on Friday for this concert, it was packed, and all the performers killed it. Uh, It was awesome, and and we even Juan Carlos left early, so we gave his pass to MC Lars, and Andrew got to walk around the floor. He did a video for Geekscape TV, Um, but the concert was awesome. So that's what we were gonna do. That's what at least I was gonna do Friday night. You guys went to the midway. You guys had the party on the boat, which I want to find out about. But so Friday during the day, I kept making jokes like with our booth neighbors, like John Schnapp and and the guys, uh, what's Dan Harmon's company? The guys at Starburn's Starburns Industry Industry, who make Rick and Morty. Like they were next to us. Those guys were great. They were awesome. And so we kept making jokes like, hey guys, tonight let's go purge. You know, like that was like the running joke of con that we were going to go out that night and go purge. Like, because everybody at con goes, hey, which party are you going to? Hey, what are you doing tonight? Hey, what's going on tonight? Hey, you know, do you have an inn? Which is every year consistently, everybody just cares about at night when the floor closes, what party you're going to. So I've just started saying this year, oh, I'm gonna go purging as soon as the sun goes down. I'm just like uh, all all crimes legal. You got just, 12 hours. You got 12 hours, man, until the sun goes up. So the poor girl at the uh, at the booth next to us, I was like, okay, this will be pretty funny. And uh, she's hanging around, and I go, so I that yeah, that, that the, okay, wait, what she is. Madly crushing on you like and
2: it's obvious. Okay, so it's so very obvious.
0: It's <laughs> and so so me being a com- he's listening right yeah, now. So me being a complete jerk, I go, Uh, so what are you doing for dinner tonight? And she goes or, or no, I said, So what are you doing tonight? That's what that's what I said. I said, So what are you doing tonight? And she goes, you know, probably having dinner and uh, you know, wh- what were you thinking? And I was like, Oh well, uh, me and the guys are gonna go purge. <laughs> if uh, if you'd like to go purge with us, I have an extra. You know, I think it's a it's a it's a bunny mask, or a, maybe it's a crying clown mask. And then uh, we're gonna go out. I've got a hatchet you can use, and uh, yeah, everything's legal until sun comes up. <laughs> the look on her face at first was confusion. It was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then it was like, oh, I now know what you're talking about. And I think you're a complete moron. Neither of those looks were, were were uh inaccurate.
3: And then she wasn't crushing anymore.
0: And then and then no, something got crushed, but it was her feelings.
2: But she did come uh, and Wait, say what? goodbye. She did come
0: it, as she we did. were as we were closing the booth, yesterday. She did come and and say goodbye.
2: Yeah, and you know, gave it was her fitting. gave her, her uh, address and number to you, slipped in your hand.
0: Well, I think you're now in possession of it. Definitely. Um, but that 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 may not have been our most... I mean, the concert was great. How was the party of the Midway? Because I had to make a tough choice that night. Well, actually... Um, How were the parties, knowing the, that I went to sleep early?
2: <laughs> we we didn't get into the Midway.
0: What? Um, Thanks, Crave Online. William Bibiani didn't pull strings for us. Th- Last time I get him a job.
2: Well, um... Uh, uh, our mutual friend, me, mine Stanley's, uh, <laughs> w- waited in line at like six. And she, she the only way she got on is she found a box of VIP badges. Whoa. And stole a bunch and then got what? on. What? Yeah. And wow. then, I, then I was pissed that she didn't like hold on to some for us.
1: Wait, so she like found them and then she's like, hooray! And like threw them <laughs> out or what? No, she took two and then <laughs> ran in. She only took two? Yeah, I know, right? Right? Oh my god. Why'd she need both? <laughs> well. <laughs> I think she was there with her friend. Oh, okay. But even still, if you find a box like democratize I, that. Shit. Yeah, you may as well take them all. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I mean, on. it isn't. She did get me a present though. She got me a USS
2: Midway a USS Midway challenge coin.
0: So uh, You guys actually went to the party, I, you know, Thursday. keep in mind so Thursday night I was like, just in a toxic mood. Like I was tired as hell. Um uh, things were and weren't working at the booth. Uh, I was questioning the brand, I was questioning what we were doing, and literally, this is, okay, Geekscape is, I have my, you know, everything looks smiley, everything looks fun, but let's keep in mind, we've been here for eight years, this is our fifth year as exhibitors, and I have to always assess and question what we're doing. Yes, Doctor of the Dead came out, it's doing very well, we're very happy with our film. Uh, The Miami Vice stuff, my own professional career, it's doing okay, and I'm very happy with it, but Comic Con is a huge investment of time and energy and finances. Brain cells for me. Brain cells for all of us. So we have to and, and so like like my like my body was broken. Like not that we I mean, here's the problem. Sunday I ran that relay marathon when you came in. And then we had a and then from there we were just preparing for Comic Con. Counting shirts, packing stuff up. Monday I teach Guardians of the Galaxy premiere, early Tuesday, boxing, get in the car, come, build the booth, like sleep at Zach as, wake up early. When it was finish like the every booth. every
3: day was like in bed at midnight, 1 a.m. up at six AM. So it was like Like it was
0: just it's just nonstop. And it's not like you're lounging your day. You're just going. So come Thursday, my body's hurting. I'm mentally just sp- like strained. And it didn't help that on Tuesday when I picked up like eight badges for all of us, I took a picture of it. And I said, hey, guys, and if you were on my Facebook friends, like you saw it, it was like, hey, guys, I got all these badges. Who wants one? And people were literally uh, asking me for badges to buy the badges off of me. They were all claimed. They were numbers from people you didn't even know. It was Derek's badge. It was Shane's badge. It was my badge. It was Kelsey's badge to help. And and, uh, people were hitting me up for it. I started getting sexual favors from people who I don't even think have sexual abilities.
2: You actually got sexual. Thinkers? I was getting, I was getting offers. I was
0: getting oh, offers. Yeah, I was getting offers from people, and then and so th- this is how it worked. Like the like the like the first one would be like my friends, like my first ring of, of friends, being like, "Hey, Jonathan, I, you know, I kind of know your humor, but you weren't serious about those badges." And i was like, "Oh no, sorry, I was just fucking around." And then the second ring would be like friends of those friends, being like, "Hey, I'm a friend of so and so. You still got those badges?" And I'm like, "Oh well, no, I'm sorry, I got to break it to you. You don't know me as well as they do, but I was kind of joking around." And then it got to like the third tier. Of like people just hearing about a guy named Jonathan London who may have passes, and those were the people who had no problems being like, "Listen, I will suck your dick for a Comic Con match," wow. <laughs> and, and, and they were not all female, and I can't tell that the females were females. Like like, like anybody who's willing to suck a dick for a Comic Con match, um, man, they've had a rough go of it, probably. Like like wherever they are in life, uh. Things may not have always gone their way, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 like, like, it, what, what's that little? Like, if they're a Pachenko ball, they're not exactly headed towards the slot they aimed for. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> and, they, and they've been bounced around quite a bit. Uh, you got to be really getting some hard knocks and dings if you're willing to suck a dick for a Comic Con badge. <laughs> and so, I, those I didn't even acknowledge. I just deleted those messages. Um. And, and, and so so Thursday night, just like accumulation of all those things, the driving, the sleeping on floors, the booth, the, you know, beyond other problems, and then selling five shirts. I was literally ready to drive back to L.A. I was like, fuck all this. Friday, I woke up, you know, and it, 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 all I could see while I was in bed getting talked off a ledge by my wife and Juan Carlos uh, was I saw these fucking po- photos from the Sin City party, which looked fucking awesome. And you guys went to that. That was the party of Khan, I think.
2: Um, I have to say it was probably my favorite party of the convention. Um, ever. I don't, I don't know. Would you say ever? E- uh, I, yes, ever. Ever. And I think Derek might agree to it a certain extent. Well, it had
3: a tough ending because of you. So uh, Shane would not let me stop drinking. And no. he 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 says he tells the story differently, but well, I well don't talk about saying, the
0: mistakes. Talk about the party, anyways, like who yeah, is was there? Yeah, there, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, it Shane Shane heat. does that to everybody. He always steamrolls everybody. Yeah, and it was like about a me the, and the drug drug
3: hotel, him. and it was like when I was looking at the things that I wanted to do at Comic Con because I'm a huge Sin City fan. Like I remember seeing the movie with my, like my dad, like I was right. like 15 years old, and he's like, "Let's go see this." this is basically yeah, I was an awesome 38. Let's book. talk about that. And. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was uh, I loved the movie. Bought all the books, and I was like, you know, then the second one they were supposed to fast put fast lane it, and now it's nine years later, and it's finally about to come out. Um, but that was like the thing I want. One of the main things I want to do I was like I want to go to the Sin City party because S- Sin City, and uh, SJ ended up <coughs> she she had the hookup, um, so she she got Shane and I in there, and super cool party. Like like you had a big stage with like a band or something something playing and like. These, like Sin City burlesque dancers, and
0: well, I'm sitting there like having a total crisis of conscious. Being like, do we even get a booth next year? Is this worth it? We sold five shirts today. What the fuck are we doing here? I'm completely just wandering the desert of my own mind and emotions. I look on Facebook. You guys are taking pictures with Kevin Smith. You're taking pictures with Robert Rodriguez. And Guy, who was my former film student who was staying with us who because he had a film in the festival. Gee was there and he's having pictures with Robert Rodriguez. You guys are taking pictures with all these celebrities, having fun. John Schnepp is there. And and, and I'm, like, sitting there going, holy shit, if I could lift my head, I would want to be there so badly. And a part of me started to turn around the positivity there because I was like, you know, what? at the end of the day, if I can provide an ability for, like, you guys to go and have fun, then it is worth it.
3: Well, as fun as it was, like, just so you know as well, had you been like, hey, man, I really need, like, do you think you come back here? I need someone to talk to you. Like, I would have left that in a second oh we i, I appreciate back. that i appreciate Just
0: that so you know. Derek, hey, there Jane, would you have done booze. that as well <laughs> Jane, free, like, free booze? That <laughs> yeah
2: yeah summer boogie <laughs> <laughs> uh i think the the coolest thing about that party was the stark dichotomy of the quote-unquote press line the red carpet it was in this hallway off the side of the lobby at the hard rock it was about six thousand degrees um and there was nobody of like Merit coming by. The only person that like I recognized was Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the first guy. Doug, who, uh, Jones. Uh, Doug Jones. Doug, Doug, Jones, Doug yeah. Jones was there, but he was like in and out, and um, it, it was c- it was kind of like we're standing around this hallway for about an hour, and then we get whisked onto the elevator that everybody's going up, and as soon as we go up the stairs to the pool, the elevator opens. I get hit with a wall of music, mm-hmm. and just everybody is like, having a good time. And I turn to Derek and I'm like, "We're finally
0: home." <laughs> Yeah. We
2: proceeded and we ran to the bar.
0: And was that the same place that the Nerdist Party was at last year? Yes, Like yes, the same was. area? It was. Oh, so so it was the same place that you uh, intoxicated and crippled Juan Carlos last year. You were intending to do the same thing to Derek this and year. And he same scene of the crime, same criminal. I like everything about you right now, Shane. <laughs> Shane, you're uh, nothing if not consistent.
3: Mm-hmm. On the, uh, the topic of the press line, the one thing that was kind of weird is that well, after standing in the insanely hot hallway for an hour, like finally, like Robert Rod- Robert Rodriguez and and Frank Miller showed up, and I don't know what's wrong with Frank Miller. Yeah, people have been talking about that online. I was like, I was like, I didn't think he was that old, but he looked about eighty. And I looked he's it up; f- he's, he's fifty-seven, so wow. he's not even that old. But what happened? But he, like, he, you put a striped sweater on him. And, and, you know, I'm not saying this jokingly, but he looked like Freddie Krueger. Like, <laughs> he looked awful. And he was like, he, I don't think he had any hair and he could barely walk. And I was like, did something happen to this guy? Do you think he's battling like he
0: a he cancer? Could be. Well, today, like they to sick?
3: today they launched a new Red Band trailer for mm-hmm. the film, which is up on the site right now. It actually opens with a clip and Robert Rodriguez and Frank Miller are in this clip. Frank looks fine. He looks like the Google picture of Frank. So A comment
0: I re- uh, that you pointed out to me online was somebody was like, "He's turning into the yellow bastard." Yes. is <laughs> just fucking mean. Wow. But, is,
3: but yeah, it, it was kind of really sad because this is, you know, it's Frank Miller. I, he, I, sure. I the Dark Knight Returns, Zin City, like right. all these amazing properties, and you know he's kind of gone gone off the deep end since, you know, the early two thousands. But he's still he's still the sad. intense talent that yeah. gave us three hundred uh, totally. and.
0: You know Ronin and all those books, yeah.
3: Oh, and it was that was kind of that was like. A well, I hope he's okay. Moment. That was like a bittersweet moment for me because I was like, oh my god, like there's Frank Miller, like I've been reading his stuff since I was a kid, and right? Was like, is he gonna be around for much longer? Like looking like that, and it was very depressing, actually. Well, I
1: don't, I don't want to propagate this rumor, but I, I had a friend that worked on that movie, and he said just. He he had comments about Frank Miller and Robert Rodriguez and I think the only explanation I can have for both of them is, is drugs. But just sure. you know.
0: Sure. Did you, you hear that, Shane? You better wanna you you might wanna like pump the brakes a little. Yeah.
2: No, uh, honestly I didn't recognize Frank Miller when I saw him. Wow. Uh, and it was like he looks he has to have some sort of like has di- to. degenerative. You're gonna disease. go so bold as to say he has to. There's like like I mean it's, geek sca- it's di- geeks- Geekscape exclusive. Geekscape exclusive. the Dickscape exclusive. Um no, but it, it it like Derek said, it is sad because he's not that old. He's right. you know my dad's older than he is. My dad So's mine, yeah. yeah. And looks looks like I hope way he's better. I,
0: well I hope he's okay. Um We
2: did ha- we did have one social faux pas what happened? at the party. I went up to um Robert Rodriguez and said hey, can we get a picture with you? We're big fans. The guy's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Blah, blah, blah. Turns out it wasn't Robert Rodriguez. Uh, I st- who was it there?
3: And it's funny because he looked and he was dressed almost exactly like, because we had seen Robert Rodriguez in the press. Right. Stand, but it was Joe Lynch.
0: The director of Wrong Turn 2.
3: Wrong Turn oh. 2, Knights uh, of Badassdom. Here's why Where I'm
0: okay with that. Here's why I'm okay with that. Because um I had set up like an Adam Green, Joe Lynch, like signing at the Geekscape booth like a year or two ago. And they showed up, they signed for ten minutes, and then they just bailed. <laughs> After under their breath telling each other, oh, man, don't worry, we'll be signing at Lionsgate next year. And it left such a bad taste in my mouth that I was like, Okay. Cause you ain't gonna be signing here again. <laughs> um, you know, they don't I mean people don't have to sign at our booth, but like, if you're gonna do it, at least like A promote it, B be nice about it, and then like
3: if you're gonna half-ass it, you know,
0: don't fucking half-ass it, you know. And and if you're gonna choose to dress like somebody, don't go to their party. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like, don't go to Robert Rodriguez's party in Robert Rodriguez cosplay. Like that's fu- that's a bad idea. Although I heard nights of Badassdom was also a bad idea. Mm. We uh, ran our review on the site.
3: I I, th- I the final cut that came out it was okay, but apparently it was very Muted. It was a very different film from what Joe Lynch had actually done. Well, I, like that's the one I want to see. Yes. Knowing definitely. that he is not yeah,
0: a bad no, totally. director. Yeah, and apparently That's it what was I want to say.
3: Well, because they filmed it, what? Like, well before Peter Dinklage. Nine years big, ago, yeah. Before Peter Dinklage was big, and, you know, you had that guy that later went into True Blood and everything sure. like that. And I the, the cut that came out was all right, but apparently it was very different. Well, so, I want to see the Joe Lynch cut well, then. Oh, I would love to. Um, but so the party th- was party was great, um, except I, well, I ended up getting drunk for the second time in my entire life, 24 mm-hmm. years old.
0: I did not press you to show up, quote unquote, on time on Friday. Knowing what Shane does to people, I was like, "Derek will be here when Derek is here." <laughs> and Shane I on the like, other hand walks up like a fucking rabbit. He's like, "Hi, huh, it's springtime. I can do anything. I just drank a gallon of fucking drugs and I'm okay."
3: I, and I felt so. I woke up on Friday and like, it was the worst thing. That's that I happened. think that's
0: Comic-Con.
2: You'll never know your limits unless you hit them consistently.
0: Um, wh- okay, so one of the things that happened at Comic-Con didn't happen at a party, but it, had an, it happened immediately after we left the Xenoscope event that our good friend, Adam Fenton, from, uh, he's a publicist who handles like Machinima and Legendary, and we put his stuff up on the site. We great love Adam interview. dearly. He's a great guy. He invited us to the Xenoscope meetup on Saturday night. Uh, cool publisher We know John Schnapp Did the Grim Fairy Tales thing
2: Robert Rodriguez
0: You mean? John Schnapp oh, okay. Did that animated <laughs> <laughs> Nevermind <Schnapp>. <laughs> So So um, we, uh, we went And uh, we went to the Zenoscope thing And it was You know About what we wanted to do On Saturday night It's The last night We'd been going pretty hard uh, At Comic Con And we only have One night left But that Sunday morning Is always about packing And just getting your head Back on for the last day So you don't want to go Too crazy And uh, so we left like a pretty reasonable hour. We left at like 11:30, 11:40 to be back in bed by by midnight. And as we're walking out, I walk on. I go to the corner, and to my left, I see a guy who looked like he came out of a Ronnie James Dio video. Like he looks like the biggest stereotype of a gothic metalhead. He's got black hair, black leather pants, black everything. The silver shit on his fingers and on, you know hanging from his. Uh, neck You said That he had Weather detail
2: He had white White out Contact lenses on
0: Okay Because that's not Screaming dad I hate you uh, Or mom love me more But love mommy Yeah look at me Look at me And then his His girlfriend Was wearing Equal stuff Um, And and, and so I, I, I'm i standing next to Shane And I go Dude What was the I, I, go, I go Mordecai the dark lord And Shane's like What And I go To your left and Shane looks over, and there's fucking Mordecai the dog Lord, who's this, what we kind of nicknamed this guy. And we, we chuckle about it, and then we walk down the street, and Shane goes back on another diatribe like he always does. He's being the loudest of the group, as he often does. And out of nowhere, Mordecai's fucking familiar slash girlfriend <laughs> comes up, and they both have drinks in their hands. And she takes a, some ice and puts it down the back of Shane's shirt. Which, had it been a dude, would probably be like an instigation for a fight. But she was doing it, and she was giggling and drunk. But what did she say when she did it? I I, I, I thought it was you. Hey, no, I know, totally. It's I, something I, like your friend would do, but it was a fucking stranger. I thought it was you, so
2: I turned around, and you were nowhere to be seen. And just, you know, Mordecai's mistress. Familiar,
0: his mistress of the dark. And
2: I look at her, and she's like, I'm sorry. I just felt like I really needed to do that.
0: And so I wanted to diffuse the situation which was fucking weird more than it was uncomfortable or antagonistic. And I go, you could probably do it again. And she goes, I would, but he'd get aroused. I mean, first off, he wouldn't because you're Beast Lord. Uh, <laughs> so, so, second off, um, just whatever the fuck that was. He's more weirded out than aroused. So we thought that was it. But then Mordecai walks up to you with a pint glass. He
2: He walks up like, uncomfortably close to your face and I, I look into his white eyes and he shoves something in my hand and he's like here you can have this and I like trots off with like the most like
0: I showed him
2: he looks like the hate the, you dad he looked like the walk cycle from Capterra right like this is really like stomping away and I look down at my hand and it's a souvenir pint glass from Dick's Last Resort from downtown San Diego which is the biggest
0: tourist trap pedestrian place you could go like, just sort of a TGI Friday's. Like, you might as well go to, like, a fucking, like... Yeah, yeah, you you might as well go to, like, the spaghetti warehouse. But the, Dick's Last Resort not only is, like... Not only is that place a big tourist trap, but if you're dressed like a fucking stereotype, the the whole gist of that place is that the waiters are supposed to make fun of you. Don't go in as a punchline already. And I can only imagine these two idiots with their fake fangs trying to order a cheeseburger and fries when they seem like the kind of people who'd be like, "Oh, it's too, you know, generic for us. We want a unique feeling. A, we, you know, we drink raw. We we drink blood from raw meat." They're fucking it. Their dicks last resort. Putting on bibs, being like, "Um, yeah, we'd like the shrimp bucket, please. And um, my 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 girlfriend wants tater tots." And they're having to remove their fangs in order to eat onion rings. Like it's just bullshit. And they, they made the conscious decision to keep the, the souvenir. Sh- the souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna look really good next to our black candles and our pentagrams. Oh man, we're gonna make so we're gonna need to make some room next to the rat bones that we use for sacrifice. And
2: you know, when our interaction with our Dark Lord Mordecai happened, that was a good like almost 10 blocks away from that restaurant so yeah he had to have had that all night
0: he was Dude. so jonesing for that <laughs> pine glass and it was only once his wife his like girlfriend made a move that he was like yeah now i gotta one-up him take my shot glass take my pint glass the jokes for mordecai the mordecai jokes are gonna go much further than this like we we immediately were, were laughing like hey shane in the middle of the night like they're gonna light a black candle and you're just gonna sit upright in bed and be like Mordecai calls. The other joke was that I was gonna wake up to go pee in the in the middle of the night, and I was gonna look up, and Shane was gonna be possessed, standing over Derek with like a curved saber, like like a crooked dagger, be like Mordecai demands a sacrifice, or that we were just gonna wake up in the middle of the night, open the blinds, and Mordecai was gonna be floating off the ground twenty feet in the air outside our window. Can I get my pint glass back? <laughs> we're, we're gonna look. We're gonna look down at street level. And he's running with wolves in the middle of the street. <laughs> Fucking! In reality, he's probably just like he's just a loser. <laughs> he's just a poor loser. Poor Mordecai. Um, the other weird thing that happened at night, because like half the adventure is when people are trying to sleep, especially when you're like, there's like four people in your room, is you and I both snore pretty heavily, and it's not fair for Derek to have been between us.
3: I was on either side of you and I cried more than once. Yeah, you, you, ba- you Derek
0: pretty much had the stereo surround sound like situation going, like, it was a cacophony of snores between Shane and I on both ends of Derek. What?
1: So, it was, it was this one
0: king-size bed that you were all sleeping on? <laughs> it, was, it was two beds. Oh, okay. Pushed together. Pushed yeah, you're pushed together, oh, like, okay, you know, so okay. we could okay. keep our, our bodies warm. <laughs> uh But the thing with Shane is no he goodness. sleeps, uh to block out my snoring, I guess, uh, or block out noise, Shane wears headphones at night and you guys were totally respectful coming in I only woke up a little bit and I was like I can go back to bed but Shane immediately went to bed he had like two you know uh what'd you have uh, y- 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 I
2: mean it was open bar so yeah
0: so he was drunk and then he had like two like NyQuil, NyQuil. I, I, I had NyQuil because you know. and he went right to fucking bed so I'm left as the odd man out still awake and I just hear this rancorous like it sounded like animals fighting and not small. It sounded like large animals fighting. Like It sounded like a rancor getting raped by the Sarlacc. Like, like
3: the fight at the beginning of, Dawn of the planet of the apes.
0: Absolutely. It was big. And I'm sitting here going, okay, um, this sucks. And I, for about 30 minutes, I was really frustrated. And where I had been tired and exhausted beforehand, I was now wide awake because there was a beast in the room. So I get up, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to wake Shane up. And in the time that Shane's awake, I'm going to try and beat him to the punch and go to sleep. And, and, and that makes sense because... The uh, after the
2: Xenoscope party and our Dark Lord Mordecai bless his uh, presence with us, you laid down, uh, put your head on the pillow, and, and in less than ten seconds you were snoring. And Absolutely. Me, me and Derek Absolutely. was like, how the fuck does he do that?
0: Absolutely. I mean, it, it, you know, I'm I'm like uh, Nosferatu. I just like fall asleep pretty immediately. I fall into a deep sleep. So I um, so I, I grabbed you by the fucking toe. Shane was asleep. I gra- I grabbed his toe, and I'm basically trying to yank shane's toe off of his body to wake him up i pull on it i yank at it i twist it i break it i'm trying everything and shane's not fucking moving and he's not quieting down so i go into the bathroom and i'm just like fuck shane fuck shane and as i come out i see the headphones on his head and i was like oh he can't hear anything so i go to take the headphones off of his body you'd have thought i'd stabbed him he reacts he immediately wakes up and it was the most pathetic Defense position I've ever seen in my entire life, which we now call neckbeard attack force. Because he goes in, like, imagine a mummy trying to do a karate stance, moving in the speed of a mummy. Like, he immediately woke up, but then slowly went into a karate stance, laying down. It was so sad. He thought he was being attacked. And there's absolute proof right there that you would never survive a post-apocalyptic situation in which cannibals were attacking you during your sleep. Uh, We were laughing our asses off that here's the thing. I removed the headphones. You never snored again. <coughs> My belief is that the headphones don't allow you to hear your snoring, but when you can hear your snoring, you police the snoring. Makes sense, right?
2: I <coughs> guess it does. And the only reason I wear the headphones is to tune you out. I know
0: it's it's awful. It doesn't work. Um, I don't know how. I don't know what the situation is, but um, if we're gonna continue this, I think we both need headphones, or better yet. Derek needs headphones,
2: yeah, or or we can just get we can get three rooms next year, and I can take one to myself.
0: We're not doing that, you don't even joke about that. I think you're rooming with Mordecai, <laughs> Mordecai's gonna lay eggs in your fucking chest <laughs> <laughs> um, so like what what were some of the more big moments of comic con like good and bad, like what was your favorite part of comic con Derek
3: uh, well, it's
0: your Brian, so Brian K.
3: Vaughn signature was awesome. But it's so it's so hard to say because it's just the whole thing is so much fun. And it's just so nice to get away for a while because, you know, coming out from Canada and see all you guys again. Cause I you get, you know, I talk to you guys all the time. But it's, like, right. so different, like, having dinner with you guys and everything like that. And then the actual convention was, you know, the events were great. I had a lot of fun at the Assassin's Creed um, experience. Do you have but a video do, of that? I do have video of that. I took a GoPro video of it. So you'll see that up on the site uh, sometime. And that was really cool because it's, like, a – it doesn't take very long, but it's, like, an obstacle course. And it has you, like, doing some Assassin's Creed stuff, like, jumping between a couple things and, and running over this, like, rolling barrel thing. And then there's they do, like, a leap of faith at the end. So you climb up this, like – I think it's, like, 30 feet. So you climb up this 30 feet thir- – 30 th- foot th- tall yeah. um, thing, and you jump off of it onto this, like, airbag. And it was – I am fucking terrified of heights. I hate heights. And – I was lucky enough that they let me do the first run of the day. Um, there was actually a really great guy in there named Paul, and I, you know, I was like, "Hey, I have some events coming up. Do you have any press times available?" Because the lineup at that point, he said, was about five hours long, and he's like, "You can make. You can do the first run of the day if you want." And so, yeah, it's. I, I, did, they did that first you time. go up there and it's mordecai <laughs> <laughs> and uh but there was two people ahead of me on the leap of faith portion so i didn't get to kind of look over the edge or anything like that first you just had to take a leap of I faith just, like i just was climbing those stairs and i was like this is, this is this seems way too high like i don't know if i can do this and then you know and then he's the two people in front of me jump and then he just starts counting he's like three two one go and i'm like i've never jumped off anything before yeah. so i just kind of ran off
0: and, and even if you had it, still scary. Oh, you can't yeah. see where you're going to land. It's no, not it natural terrible. to jump.
3: It was, it was it was really like I was pretty shaky afterwards. Right. Um, right. And yeah, for some people, it, you know, there was they had the parkour guys before doing like triple front flips and stuff off of it and
0: So is that your favorite part of Con? Like Oh, what? no, that was just a memorable moment. Yeah. The,
3: some of the favorite parts like I I got to meet Brian Vaughn. Well, yeah, twice actually on uh i brought down with me from canada my like first issue of uh saga there hi- him and fiona staples current series already signed by fiona staples but um i brought it with me i met him on the show floor he um, walked right past the geeks right past our booth i saw him talk to him took a picture with him didn't have my book on me it was in the hotel and so i was, I was in my bag yeah oh, it was in shane's bag yeah and I was, so i was pretty bummed about that and and then i tried to that was on thursday So then Friday and Saturday I tried to get tickets to the signing, but by the time I could get into the convention center, they were gone already. Mm -hmm. And then you were able to grab one for me on Sunday. And and I
0: just want to shout out my friend Ron Richards, uh, formerly of iFanboy. You guys remember iFanboy back when we were on Revision 3. But Ron Richards now works for Image full time and has been completely supportive of us. still a really good friend. And I saw him on the floor Sunday morning, and I was like, hey, Ron, do you mind if I get a Brian K. Vaughn ticket? And uh, exhibitor rules, baby. We, you know, uh, we we use the privilege, and uh, I'm glad you got that signature because yeah. I was heartbroken that you'd bet him and not so, had it I on was you. I so
3: found out. Well, because well, why why the last man is it's mm-hmm. probably like my favorite comic book series of all sure. time, which you got me into actually way back in the day.
0: Right. Um, when he was eight when I, I was 12 and I was 12, old, you were, were you literally 2002, 12 2002 holy shit old. I remember being in grad school I was 23 years old <laughs> seeing the issue on my pull list and being like I don't think I'll be into this and putting it back on the shelf and you just bought the first issue for $120 yeah so w-
3: so once I have this ticket I'm like okay I got saga but like I cannot you know I might never have a chance to do this again so I have to find why the last man number one which I it? have been looking for right like, at the past couple of conventions that we've gone to no one's had it so at this point, I'm asking every single booth that sells comic books. Like, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? And the signing's like 10 minutes away, 8 minutes away, yeah. like, 5 minutes away. And finally, like, the lap I swear it must have been like the last comic book booth. Some of the guys like, he's like, oh, I know we have one, but I don't think I brought it with I me. I gotta
0: find it. He's going <laughs> through like 90 boxes. You're <laughs> yeah, like, hurry up. You me, see Brian K. Vaughn setting up his pens. Then <laughs> <Been> leaving. <laughs> yeah, then so leaving.
3: I, yeah, he's like, I don't think I brought it with me, but let me just go check the box that it would be in. And I was like, you know, I wasn't getting my hopes up because... Right, just because. And then he fucking pulls it out, and I was like, "I will take that." Just a thousand dollars, and I bought it for a thousand dollars. No, <laughs> so
0: what would is it? Would you say that that's the best thing that you got at the con?
3: Best thing I got, uh yeah. probably, probably because that's like that's uh, like, alcohol poisoning. Yeah, alcohol poisoning. Poison. I
0: would have to say like the like like meeting Xander Cannon was mine and that was a lot of fun. And I got Laura a Superman ugly doll, which is way too really big hilarious. for our house. I mean, like, uh, I got to meet so many people, though and like, meeting people is always fun. Like
3: Kevin Smith, I had a I, you know, I talked to him for a few minutes Yeah you said that He like said hello Yeah he totally You know hello. I said Hey do you remember Like Geekscape Right um, You were on Geekdrome and, Geek Geek and now it's Geekscape And now it's Geekscape like, He was like Of course I do it was That was the first podcast I ever went on You know how are, how, how are they doing And everything like that And he was super nice about that And yeah he said You know tell John And I said hi Kevin Smith said hi And uh hi. So Which that is was really fucking cool. awesome Yeah he was He was very nice So I met him I met Michael Rooker who I actually who just saw Who is totally saw. nice He's he's so nice But I actually also Just saw him at the Guardians premiere like, Right Like he You know he And just he's just, awesome like, in the yeah, movie Yeah oh he's great
0: Um What would you say Was like your best moment Uh Stanley from Con, And like what Was the best thing You got back from it Besides us as three friends
1: Uh Well To get to that Uh my second greatest moment, yeah, was actually just meeting up with you guys. Cause I initially did come out to San Diego Comic Con on my own. Like, I didn't really have any plans. I didn't really know any people. So, like We've the been first a great two night at TGI Fridays. Yeah. So, like the first.
2: No. TGI Fridays, terrible. Yeah, it was, was pretty about bad. Actually, two hours to get food. Everything was cold, and it was disgusting. And the drinks were watered down.
1: Yeah, that's true. But Star Yell preview.
2: What? Um, review. what?
1: Uh, but yeah, the first two days I was kind of by myself, just walking the exhibit floor, and that's. That's cool and all, but uh, you know, th- I guess by myself it really wasn't that much fun. So like meeting up with people and like going to parties and doing stuff. I think that was actually like meeting up with you guys. That, I think that was kind of the, the best part of the con. But to uh, yes, as he said, the best part for me of Comic-Con actually wasn't Comic-Con. And I don't think I should get into many details except that he doesn't uh, kiss and tell. it was He doesn't kiss and tell. Yeah, the the greatest moment for me for Comic-Con was thanks to Tinder and not in like the usual sense, but because of the extreme levels of awkward, disappointing, and strange, which I don't know if I can get into too many details. So know, you yeah. Tinder hooked – like, you Tinder met up with somebody?
0: Yeah, yeah. That, yeah Stanley, you got to come. Like, luckily, you you and I are the ones who live in L.A. Because yeah. this can be a
1: future episode. But you you do that Tinder stuff, I, and you – and it I'm made a connection. I, I don't want to get into it too much, but let's just say that I, I initially – uh, also, when I came out here, I was staying at my cousin's – girlfriend's, sister's, boyfriend's, parents' house. This was my lodging for the for Comic-Con <laughs> because, you know, like I said, this was kind of like a whim. I was going out to Comic-Con on a whim, and obviously hotels were a little bit booked when I checked last week. So <laughs> I started going into secondary. Uh, I started asking around where else I could play, and that ended up being where else I could say, and that ended up being cousin, girlfriend, sister, boyfriend's, parents' house. And uh, that wasn't ideal, so... I I turned to Tinder and that uh Holy shit. That got me <laughs> Whoa, Is not Tinder
0: like the app that where you meet people just to bang? Please and he swipe right, right? <laughs> like don't, please don't <laughs> swipe right cuz like if you swipe right you reject somebody, you swipe left well, you like Swipe right. You swipe you right. Okay, so you, right. so Tinder basically is a picture of somebody and if you swipe left You've dismissed them, and if you swipe right, and they swipe right on your photo, then there's a connection, you can start texting each other, and it's basically the hookup and bang, right? And that's how you found a room in San Diego. Are you psychotic? You're going to get killed.
1: It was was a story. (laughs) (laughs) A story for a future Geekscape. I can't wait to hear it.
0: Um, No, I I mean, I had a great con, and and I'm, I'm glad I didn't drive to L.A. Thursday night and burn my booth down and i'm glad we continue to sell shirts and meet a lot of geekscapers i mean the number of geekscapers who came by the booth was incredible and uh we had so much fun and here's the problem is people are like oh is sam gonna show up or are you you know i don't get to see you or friends are you know wanting me to go do things i can't get away from the booth like for very much like more than 15 20 minutes uh it's very hard for me to get away from the booth so I don't experience a lot of stuff I experience it through you guys. Um what you know and I love it. Uh I had a great con. Everything I brought back was great. Shane, what was your experience uh with like the exclusives and stuff? Like I did get the Magic Gathering axe and that stuff, but it's going to eBay. And I did get like the Infinity Gauntlet like from Hasbro, but it's going to eBay. Uh how did you make out um
2: i had a
0: surge of happiness and then a crushing
2: cut of depression please explain that to us um you were able to get me the my little pony maniac exclusive from hasbro Mm -hmm. and i greatly thank you for that um but then on sunday i walked by the booth and they said because i was worried i wasn't gonna get it because the booth was you know you had to have a, a schedule and they were being super super strict Walked by the booth that said "Open Line." I asked the guy, "Well, what's the Open Line deal?" He's like, "The moment we sell out of our magic stuff, we, Which open, I got, the yeah. we open the line." Right. And he's like, "I was like, oh, I was, you know, trying to get the Maniac fig, and he was like, oh, we got tons of that. So, you know, for future years, you know, if you're not going after the stuff that you can, you know, get eBay. for eight hundred percent more, right? Uh, just wait till Sunday, and or until that shit sells out, right? So, but uh, so I was like, yeah, whatever. So on Sunday, that's my shopping day. Yeah, uh, I go out. I got um, I got uh, a rocketeer a, figure. I got the black and white rocketeer Funko figure. That I looked got, awesome. I got two uh, My Little Pony vinyls from We Love Fine. I got a print and a T-shirt for my girlfriend.
0: And you got a ge- new brand new Geekscape baseball tee. Got a shout out that the new Geekscape T-shirts are in the store right now. Check the store. Order some T-shirts. Dress nice for the rest of summer.
2: Yeah. Um. And I had a a really really great talk with uh Rocco from Mega sixty four. Um. And uh, I'll have a little. Write up of that. and it was, it was really interesting about what they have planned for this year. They're, they're planning a, a special 10 year anniversary episode that sounds amazing for any Mega 64 fan. Mm-hmm. And um, after the, uh, the talk, they gave me uh, a poster for, for free their convention wow. poster, which wow. I've, I've been collecting them since 2006. Wow. So, um, you know, I, I have the whole and they're super, super, super limited. And they this does not to...
0: sound like it ends well, though. Like, it sounds pretty good so far, yeah, but no, what was, is the reservation it was, your voice? It was
2: literally amazing. Um, and everything went into my bag. Uh, I had a piece of uh, foam core keeping the prints flat when we uh, put all of our stuff together.
0: Yes, um, once the floor closed, we put everything together in the booth behind the giant psych wall it's so that we could go to dinner, everybody would thin out and then we come back, we break it down and we pack the car and go. Yeah. Uh, my stuff was there when we came back. Derek's stuff was there when we get back. Stanley's stuff was there when we got back. Your stuff was not there when you got back. Everything that you'd bought on Sunday and only your stuff. Like there was a TV back there. Yeah. TV, there was a TV. All of Derek's All of shit. our shit. Yeah. All the t-shirts, everything was behind the geek's a table. Game booth. A table covered in Oculus Rifts from Legendary. Right. There was a ton of expensive stuff back there. Why would they take your bag? Y-
2: you know, the only thing that I th- I could think was the logic behind mm-hmm. it was I had the Prince sandwiched between some foam core boards. Right. And I thought that, like, maybe someone thought it was trash. But right. Stanley pointed out that there was trash fucking everywhere, and nobody was throwing anything away. Like, the, the trash guys weren't around. So I asked the, um, you know, the Superman guys, the Death of Superman Lives guys. I asked, you know, the Falling Skies people, the Ma- Bates Montel people, Legendary, you know, everyone around us. And they're like... Yeah, we haven't gone in your booth. You know, we're just. Tearing did down you stuff. ask
0: like when I when we left the booth uh, to go get dinner? Like John Schnapp was still wrapping up, and some like legendary was still wrapping up. You asked all those people. I asked
2: everybody, and you know, nobody said anybody went to a booth or anything. So I have no idea where it went. So hmm. how
0: yeah. much? Do you, how much do you think you lost um, financially? It, how much did you spend that it day? It was
2: it was a couple hundred bucks. A couple hundred bucks. Couple couple hundred hundred emotionally,
0: hundred how much do you think you lost? that day?
2: Um, a lot a lot because the Rocketeer figure, um, I got one of the last ones. Right. Um, they only had two on the shelf when I got Holy there. shit. Um, Literally one of the last ones. Yeah, and they're going for like triple on eBay right now. Wow. Um, and Somebody's you know, happy. And, you the, the Mega64 poster, like it. you know, those guys, you know, as creators mean a lot to me. Right. I've been, fo- I've been following them. They're since like Geekscape to you.
0: Yeah, they are. I'll sign you a fucking t-shirt. So oh, and you got a t-shirt, Geekscape shirt, and you yeah. lost that. Yeah, I lost that, too. Which well, that could be replaced.
2: Well, I really needed that the other day, so...
0: Um, so l- I
2: was, I was, I was, you know, I was on the verge of like, just getting a little like, you know, little teary
0: eyed. I think you would have been justified in crying. Don't you think, Derek? He's
3: tearing up a little bit right now. And I don't are you tearing up, up right now, Shane? Little bit, little Somebody bit. took, like, if my bag of stuff went missing, I'd be... Yeah, like, I'd
0: be fucking devastated. Um, so Shane, tell me, um, are you actually tearing up right now?
2: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like, the, you know... Because it is just stuff? It is just stuff. And, you know, the, like, the the... The stuff that I could easily replace, but, like, the Rocketeer figure, that's a really right. no, I got important it. I got movie it. to me. And the Mega64 guys are important creators, and, you know, them acknowledging me as, you know, a fan and, you know, someone that, you know, they remember from convention to convention. Mm-hmm. Losing that, like, broke my heart, so.
0: Well, this is funny, um, but I got a text last night. John Schnepp said, we took a bag that is either yours or Maddox's. My Little Pony stuff. Didn't want to leave it in the booth. What?
2: <laughs> Are you fucking serious?
0: John Schnepp has your bag.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh.
0: John Schnepp, who stayed in San Diego one extra day, so he's not getting back to LA until tonight. He has your bag. Wait. It has your stuff on it. And I'm sure there was no shortage of your complaints last night as Stanley was driving you back to Los oh, Angeles. Uh,
1: actually, uh, my the drive was actually mostly preoccupied telling him the story of Tinder. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, that's a better story. We just fucking spent 20 minutes on you talking about your bag that disappeared that didn't really disappear, and I knew didn't disappear. And we could have heard his Stanley's, uh, like Stanley's Tinder story. Oh, this is a fucking awful podcast. Yes, John Schnepp texted me late last night saying that your bag is now in the trunk of his car. Holy shit. <laughs> but he is not coming back to L.A. until today. He still isn't back in L.A., but he's returning tonight. He has your bag. Mm -hmm. He has your stuff. I'm a bad friend for not telling you yesterday. (laughs) I wanted to save it for the show, but everything that you thought you had lost at San Diego, I hope, is still in that bag. And this is what I think happened. I think instead of putting it behind the wall, we had, you know, because the barricades between all of our booths start to disappear very quickly upon closing because the Freeman people start to clean out everything up. And so our three booths uh, Maddox, you and Snap and I, you know, our booths all became one. I think your bag ended up closer to Schnapp's booth, and when they had to just leave because they had a lot less stuff to wrap up than we did, uh, they saw it there. It wasn't behind our wall. They didn't want to leave it. They assumed accurately that it was either yours or Maddox's, and they protected it and took it with us. Mm. They, uh, yeah. That's amazing. Last night when I saw you guys in the lobby picking up our... We went to the hotel after wrapping up, and we all checked bags, and we picked it up from the... Uh, he had just texted me, and I tried not to reveal my cards. I
1: fucking hate you so much <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, I made you. S-
0: I, I, I made. It made you spend 24 hours in complete agony. Yeah, Uh knowing that your Stanley, stuff. You no, know, I'm sure you annoyed the shit out of him.
2: No, no. Ask him. The moment we walked into my sister's house, what's the first thing I did?
1: Oh wow, yeah, he like, made out with his sister. No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Not in, he walks in, and I think he like barely says like, "Oh hi hi." He basically like takes off his shoes, walks straight to like the pantry takes like this big thing of, I guess, it was a gentleman Jack. I don't, I don't know much about alcohol because I'm terrible at drinking. But he drinks like, bas- like thirty times the amount that I could handle, and he just chugs it, and just double, double fist. fists it. And I was just like, whoa, that. Are you okay, dude? And He's like, yeah. But I'm not done. And he—he he like. Oh. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you were so depressed. <laughs> I was like, like I was, I was. Well, I'd like to think that you would have done that anyway.
0: Uh, but yes, uh, your stuff has been located, and I believe we'll, if John makes it back tonight, in before we leave, uh, we'll go pick it up from here, and if not, we'll hook up tomorrow I because you're to, leaving Wednesday, and we'll I get need your give stuff. Him a hug. I need to give him a hug. You need to a give a him a hug. hug, but um, yeah, you, uh, ideally, all your stuff is there. <sighs> Yeah. That was that was our big finish for this podcast. This post sdcc podcast was Shane's stuff, which he thought was lost forever, is only lost for a few hours, and his friends are mean and keep secrets. Oh. Units <laughs> yeah. to- Well, I told Derek oh, as soon as as soon as I got in the car, I was like, Derek, listen, man, I just got a text from Schnapp. He totally has Shane's shit. Yeah. So Shane, sleep well tonight. Uh hopefully you sleep with your stuff and Schnep gets back now, but yeah um yeah uh i'll go pick it up tomorrow and and we'll have it tomorrow if uh if he gets back later tonight you have your stuff man He's
2: yeah. crying uh, shane, Sh- okay. it was shane
0: shane wasn't crying when he thought he'd lost this shit. he's now crying when he knows he got it back yeah. a little weird but it's human yes your stuff is hopefully that's all good. good that's good unless maddox has a bunch of pony shit and your shit really was stolen <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking dildos and stuff like it's all pony themed this is hentai uh i am pretty sure Shane would still take it um yeah, well you know you you get
2: lemons you make, make lemonade. A
0: lemonade um so guys that was our san diego comic con 2014 i thought it was amazing uh it was headed to crashing and burning thursday if at least it was for me and it was I yet again on friday so. yeah you did crash for us uh, so, yeah. but it was yet again salvaged by our friendship our community and just the experience of going to Comic Con and meeting new friends like Stanley here. Um it was pretty amazing, continues to be rewarding. And uh I'm pretty you know, I did sign up for the booth for next year. So for you geekscapists listening, um we're gonna be there next year. We even better than this year. Even better than this because it's like two weeks earlier. And uh, we're putting, we're going to put some videos up from, we didn't yeah, even have a chance to shoot a lot of videos, but the ones we did, we're going to put up on the Geekscape channel. We're also going to put up the Guardians of the Galaxy premiere video that we uh, shot. That'll be up first, and then some Comic-Con stuff. You'll see, get to see uh, Derek jump off of the, the cliff or whatever, the Assassin's Creed My thing. My arms are still sore from that. And, um, and we'll continue to make friends and it do his stuff. His arms yeah. are still sore from the handjobs. The handsies. Whoa. The handsies. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. Uh, final words for post Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con was uh, amazing having you guys. Year. Can't wait for next year. Yeah,
2: I I, I am a, an emotional confusion right now. <laughs> like I I as thing. opposed to
0: when he's regularly not an emotional confusion. You're always in a state uh, yeah, of confusion. you're 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 always in flux.
2: You were fucking goading me, like <laughs> telling the story, and then Derek pointed out like he's tearing up, and I'm like, I guess I am. You guys are pieces you are pieces of
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're a piece of shit.
0: You're a piece of shit.
1: Staley, any final words? Uh I'm really excited for Comic Con next year and in, in that I hope something just as exciting happens outside of Comic Con. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll just stay on that
0: Tinder. Um Geekscape you guys are amazing. Thank you guys so much for continuing to support us. Uh and I'm sorry that I've been errant in giving you guys uh podcast. I will try and fix things. But things have been very busy here and um we're trying to go up up and beyond what you guys have ever dreamed of this becoming. It already has and uh we're passionate about it so we're just going to keep pushing. Uh this is the greatest team in the in in the most fun I've ever had. We are the Guardians of the Galaxy. We are the well we're the Guardians of the Galaxy, we know. Yeah. The Geekscape. Mm-hmm. And uh you can find us at geekscape.net on YouTube at geekscape TV and of course we're on Facebook and Twitter. You just have to search for us. You'll find us. You'll become one with us. We are the singularity. We're Geekscape. Mordecai. And Mordecai is always watching you. So all praise our Dark Lord Mordecai. Um, and, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know how to end it because we had so much fun, but we need our living room back. And um, we'll see you guys next week, next year, and we'll see
1: you guys on the next Geekscape.
2: And hopefully the Stanley's Tinder story next week.
1: No, uh, yeah, Stanley, we've got to have you on for that Tinder story. About that. Uh, I'm actually trying to compile it all still. It was a lot. It's a lot of good details. So and a lot like of bad. Rec- recollecting. Actually, they're mostly bad. But <laughs> Stanley's like, why am I driving to Mexico? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. It was, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I won't leave it.
0: And we will leave it at that. A mystery for a future Geekscape. Uh, love you guys. See you on the site. Bye.
2: Bye.